And it's time to say uh, good morning now then to my uh, second guest of the morning, Gareth Lewis from the Mind Charity. First of all, good morning, Gareth. Good morning, Gareth. Nice to speak to you again. Yes, it's been uh, a couple of months, I think, since we last spoke. Um, yeah, I think probably around uh, Mental Health World Mental Health Day was the last time we spoke. Yeah, that's right. When was that? Can you remember off the top of your head? Yeah, that would have been October. October oh, right. oh not, that, probably. not that long ago then, was it, really? <laughs> no, no, not really. Uh, anyway, uh, thanks for joining us on the show today. Um, You're welcome. Before we talk about Time to Talk Day, which, of course, take, taking place tomorrow, can you remind us uh, of the wonderful work that MIND actually does? What is it, what's it all about? Yes, well, MIND is a, a mental health charity which operates across the UK, um, Income Taff McGarnock, who, who I work for, we um, provide mental health and housing support services to people across Merthyr Tidville, Rondon and Bridgend. And, um, we, we, we're fighting the fight for mental health across Income Taff McGarnock. And it's improving, I have to say. Um, and, I mean, if you go back 20 years ago, this really wasn't uh, high on the agenda for most people, was it? No, but there is far more awareness and education these days. Um, and I think off the back of the recent pan pandemic, you know, we've seen probably seen an upsurge in mental health problems and people who haven't experienced those kinds of feelings before probably um, did struggle a lot. Um, so it's probably at the forefront of people's minds more these days, I think, Gareth. And uh, that's a good point, actually. You mentioned covid uh, and the problems that people have faced over the last, well, nearly two years now, obviously. Uh, I mean, and we are probably talking about people who thought, oh, it's not going to happen to me. And it sadly has happened to them. And they thought, oh, we, we really need to take mental health far more seriously. It's, it, it, it is something which does go on. It is. And, you know, it's, it, mental health problems are more common than people realise, affecting one in four of us. So, you know, the, the issues and feelings that we experience, we're, we're more like than we probably think that we are, you know. And and the thing is, as well, women, in fairness, i got to say this, they are much better at sharing things. They, they are better at going to the doctors, doctor, not feeling very well, what's wrong, than they explain what's going on. Men, though, that's a different ball game, isn't it, totally? Well, yeah, and statistics would, would back that up. But I think it is getting better, and, and campaigns like... Time to change and time to talk day, um, and we've got a campaign across Comtaf Morgano called um, "It Takes Balls to Talk," which targets men specifically, um, especially men under the age of fifty who are most at risk of taking their own lives. Mm. So there, there is a lot more work going on around that these days, but there's still a lot that needs to be done, Gareth. Yeah, much, very much so. So tomorrow then is time to talk today. First of all, is this something which is only being discussed in Wales or is it a, a UK initiative? It's a UK initiative, so it's run by the Time to Change campaign um, and there's a number of mental health partner charities um, involved in that and delivering it across the UK. So here in Wales, it's run by Time to Change Wales and funded by Welsh Government. And Time to Talk Day takes place on the first Thursday of February every year. Um, and so every, every year we at Comtaf Morganog, we get involved and help promote the importance of having conversations about mental health on Time to Talk Day. Um, and it's important because we know 
that talking is one of the most important steps in in helping people to deal with their mental health issues, whether it's talking to a friend, um, a family member or a work colleague. And that can lead to people seeking appropriate support and, and treatment. So having a designated day every year where mental health charities and partners across the UK get together and, and promote the importance of talking, that helps to reinforce that message in people's minds. Right. So I'm guessing, and this gives people who are experiencing mental health issues an opportunity to talk about their feelings and emotions. And like we said a couple of minutes ago, Gareth, uh, this is something that men in particular don't do very well. No, that, that, that's right, Gareth. So, you know, the campaign is encouraging everyone and, and um, Time to Talk Day, which takes place tomorrow, Thursday, 3rd of February, is, you know, in, in Wales, we're asking everyone to have conversations about mental health. Um, and the campaign is really aiming to support communities up and down the country to have more mental health conversations than ever before. Yeah. Now, based on your own experiences with, with MIND as a worker, of course, how, how do people know that they might be uh, suffering from depression? Because we all get a little bit low now and again, Gareth, don't we? You know, even driving into work on a Monday morning, for example, we, we get a bit low. Maybe your football team has lost the night before, you feel a bit low. But but there's a, there's a bit of a difference. Is it the time period where people feel low and... and rather sad is is that a lot to do with it is is how long you feel low for yeah that's it funny enough i saw my football team lose last night gareth so i didn't wake up too great this <laughs> so who was that may i ask oh that's swansea city oh yeah they lost didn't they <laughs> yeah but you're right there in what you're saying it's um you know having good days and bad days is just a part part of life you know it's part of who we are as people as feelings but it's when those feelings continue and persist for a long time for a few weeks or more usually you know and you're struggling to do those um daily tasks or, or things that you would, would normally wouldn't normally think twice about you know that's when you start um might start to realize that there's something going on and often other people will see it in you as well um and that's why you know come back to talking um, you know, because some people might not feel comfortable talking about their feelings, but if you recognise that in someone else and you can see that they're struggling, it's always important to ask that question and 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 ask them how they're really feeling, you know? Yeah, because I guess, you know, all mental health issues, it, you know, is on a spectrum, I'm guessing. You know, I'm not a doctor, of course, but mild, moderate, severe, I guess, comes to mind. Yes, there's, there's different levels of... Um, uh, of mental health problems and you, you hit the nail on the head there you know there's mild there's moderate and there's more severe mental illnesses you know um which need appropriate treatment and support uh, anxiety depression are they the most common mental health issues would you say definitely gareth and i think we've you know most people um will have experienced some kind of anxiety around the pandemic um over the last two years um so there's definitely been an, an increase in those feelings in in our communities so why is Time to Talk Day so important? What, what, what's your take on that? Well, it's, it's a chance, you know, it's a combined effort then by, by charities across the UK to reinforce that message that talking is so important and, and it's getting those communities to open up and have more conversations about mental health, you know, and if we think about the word community, 
I suppose it suggests a togetherness and a shared belonging. And like I said earlier, mental health problems are more common than we realise affecting one in four of us. So and by talking about mental health and having opportunities or spaces within a community to do that, that helps to reduce stigma and break down barriers um, and creating support communities where we can openly talk about mental health and feel empowered to seek the help if and when we need it, Gareth. Yeah, because stigma is, is still a, a, a massive problem, I, I'm kind of guessing, because, I, I mean, I'm sure you probably get even some GPs uh, over a certain age to say, oh, come on, pull yourself together. But, you know, that that's old school, isn't it? Yeah, I, I couldn't comment on that, really, but I, I know... No, no, but, that, you, but you know what I'm getting at. Yes, totally. I, I know that stigma, and we know statistically the stigma, uh, stigma still is a problem, Um even though there's more awareness now than, than there ever was, but the, the, in a recent survey conducted by Time to Change Wales, um, it highlighted the problem of stigma. I've got some statistics here I can just share with yeah, you. Yeah, by all means. Um, where one in eight people think that there is something about people with mental illness that makes it easy to tell them from normal people. Um, one in ten people consider that one of the main causes of mental illness is a lack of self-discipline and willpower. One in eight people believe that locating mental health facilities in a residential area downgrades the neighbourhood. Um, one in ten people agree that anyone with a history of mental health problems should be excluded from taking public office. So, and over the last two years, there's also been a, a decline in help-seeking behaviour, with more people feeling uncomfortable talking to a friend or family member about mental health, and more people feeling uncomfortable talking to a employer or prospective employer about their mental health. So as you can see from the findings in that survey and report, Gareth, there still is a, a lot to do around mental health stigma. Well, do you know what? It's funny when you mentioned about uh, public service, um, people with mental health issues shouldn't uh, take a, a, high, a high role, uh, uh, maybe in politics, for example. Uh, Winston Churchill suffered with depression, didn't he? It's well, course, well yeah, documented. Of one, of, one of the great prime ministers, uh, Joseph Stalin, I think. Um, I think he was probably on the spectrum somewhere, um, and others as well. We could go on and on and on, really. So, I mean, that argument goes out through the window, surely, Spe especially in the case of Winston Churchill. Of course, and it just highlights yet again how common mental health problems are. You know. Absolutely, yeah. So things are improving, certainly over the last 15 to 20 years. So time to talk day then is tomorrow. What about practical steps that you've got for people maybe to start these conversations about mental health? Where, where's the starting point, Gareth? Well, I think you just said it, Gareth. It, it is to start a conversation. So Okay, simple as that. Example, yeah, but I think there are a number of tips, you know, um, if if you are concerned about uh, someone's mental health then or you think they might be struggling so that first tip would be to start a conversation whether it is face to face or um, a text you know just making sure that they know that you really want to know how they're doing you know and then following that you, it's good to listen and reflect give the person time to say how they're feeling um, not try and make any assumptions or um, try and fix the situation for them, you know, it's just giving them time to um, say how they how they really feel. Um, being patient is really important because, you know, it might take someone a while to open up or to feel comfortable talking about their feelings. 
and quite often when they feel like that, they might be less communicative. So you as a friend, you know, if, if you can understand that and, and try and, you know, it might be frustrating at times, but just try and be patient. That will help. Um, also not acting any differently, you know, being yourself. Um, don't treat them any differently. Uh, keep being yourself and include them in things you'd normally do, like social activities. And one of the most important things as well is asking how you can help them. Yeah. So, you know, that could be regularly checking in, um, calling around to see them, texting, or asking if they need practical help with anything, Gareth. I think yeah. they are the most important tips we could we could share today. And employers, they've got a role to play as well, especially if you've got, uh, say, more than, I don't know, half a dozen employees is important. Well, it's important even if you've just got the one employee. But, you know, I think it's more important maybe, you know, if you've got a, a large group of people uh, to look out for people who might be suffering a little bit. Of course. And, you know, I think in, in a lot of organisations, you'll see that where these days now where they have mental health and wellbeing policies and um, it's important to recognise staff well-being and the importance it, it plays on the organisation's productivity overall. You know, if you've got a, a mentally healthy workforce, then, um, you know, that's good for the organisation overall. Just before you go, uh, so it's time to talk day tomorrow. Now, people can bypass their doctors, can't they, uh, if they're not feeling very well? Um, sorry, guys, I don't understand what you mean by okay. that question. All right, let me reword it. Uh, a person doesn't have to go to their GP. If they're not feeling very well, uh, they yeah. don't have to go to their GP. They can they can go, is it directly to a hospital or a support group? Oh, yeah, there's, there's lots of support groups within the community. Um, so, some are self-referral, for example, at Comtaf Muganog Mind, if they if visit our website, you see we have a mental health support hub um, where people can refer themselves into. That's what I meant, we, yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we've partnered with a, with a, a number of organisations there um, so people can refer themselves in to tell us the symptoms they're experiencing and then we can signpost them then to the appropriate support. So that helps the process um, be a lot more cleaner and, and quicker and easier, you know, than having to go to your doctor and, has, and asking to be referred. Um, so people can visit our mental health support hub on our website, which is www.ctmmind.org.uk. Brilliant. Now, of course, it's a different world we live in. Uh, th there's different channels, social media. Uh, people can Google things these days. Good or bad thing? Like you've got lots of videos on YouTube, for example, covering all aspects of mental health. Because I checked this last night and it's, it's, it, there's literally tens of thousands of videos. Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Um, I suppose it's, it's both really, isn't it? You know, there's, there's more information and awareness out there. But I think the important thing to remember is if you are struggling um, or you see that someone is struggling, you know, to, to go to your GP or ask them to contact their GP and, and get a proper diagnosis. Um, you know, the, the information out there can be a good thing in, in helping you understand what mental health problems are. But it's always important to, if you're struggling, to go and see your GP and get you know, professional opinion and support. Okay, and uh, what will you be doing tomorrow then, Gareth? Well, 
At Mind, at Contaf Morganic Mind, we're planning um, a, a staff afternoon where we're going to get together as a team and talk about our mental health openly. Um, we're going to do this over Zoom um, just because of the nature of where we're all based. Um, but it is going to give our staff an opportunity to get together for an hour in the day and, and have an open conversation about our own mental health, you know, because we, we spend a lot of time supporting other people with their mental health, but it's important that we as a team look after our staff well-being as well, you know. Absolutely. Well done. Uh, Gareth Lewis from Mind, uh, thank you very much indeed for coming in, well, not so much coming in, but chatting to us today. Uh, hopefully the next time you will be able to come in, uh, Gareth. But, yeah, uh, talk- great, Gareth. Yeah, it would be fa- fantastic getting back to normal, as we say. Uh, but thanks very much, Gareth, for talking to us today about uh, Time to Talk Day, uh, which is uh, obviously taking place tomorrow. Uh, Gareth, have a good day tomorrow and uh, have a good day today. And thanks for joining great. us. Thank you, Gareth. Great to speak to you.